This is a dangerous time. The two guys that were going for the White House, are you go, uh-huh, shit, yeah. I don't know. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Catch a predator by the Catch a predator by the toe. If he hollers, make him pay. We don't want to get political on this podcast, but we will. We have to. And again, yeah. not being oh, political. Yeah. There's like a Mike Huckabee yeah. luncheon. Hey, I'll tell you I what, I'll be fucking political. I hope, I hope <laughs> they find voter fraud and flip this thing over so that I get yeah, my help. That's the only reason. <laughs> we're making a joke, sitting there at dinner, and we get a news feed right before, right before <laughs> the, the bill shows up. <laughs> Trump actually wins. Oh, Joe, you fuck. They're politicizing it. Hey, the podcast. Crush Crush. Well, dude, I mean, I feel like I've read history things that, you know, I can't even reference, but I feel like, you know, you probably know the same thing where you've read about back in the day where like kings would get ice. They'd bring them ice, you know, because they they would get the biggest goddamn block and then... Insulated down in a ship, and by the time it got there, it's Dude, probably a cube. You know, it's, it's funny. It's probably a it's little funny. Uh, Ulysses S. Grant, he had so many failures before uh, the, the war started, and one of his big failures was he invested a bunch of ice, and he had it shipped in from the Arctic. But like, the what ship, the fuck is this water? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he had it all blocked up, and he was bringing it into like San Francisco or some shit, and it got stalled outside, the, and it all melted. Yeah, all of his like, money, the entire like, the entire ship oh, melted. Big thing of water. Yeah, thanks. So he got fucked over again. You know, and they that seems dumb too that seems dumb too that they brought it from the arctic because if he was in san francisco you could go up into the sierra nevadas a couple not hours this away kind of, not nordic ice <laughs> couple, <laughs> couple hours away and bring some ice down this fucker paid for <laughs> shit to go down to antarctica <laughs> oh shit well i guess since we're recording we better uh we better at least make some sort of intro here uh we're doing a special uh special episode special guest uh ben ellis again yeah. uh the uh the bully mammoth couldn't make it tonight but we decided to go ahead and hammer one out. Uh, yeah, we got a lot for, of things to talk yeah, about. We, gotta, we, we, we can't hold it back too much longer. You know, we had, we got to release every once in a while, just like a certain Brazilian uh, uh, green card. I, I want to talk about that, too. <laughs> Even if there's no new information. Nothing uh, new. I, I don't know if it's one of those no news is good news type of situations. Yeah. Now, uh, what I'll tell you is uh, I, I was telling Russ that uh, the other day, uh, I was flying through, I was flying back to Springfield and I was in the Houston airport and I, I was just sitting there. I had like an, a couple hours layover and I was like, well, I'm going to sit here. I got some Wendy's and I sat down and I was looking for something to listen to. And, uh, I threw on the, uh, I think it was the second or third episode of this. Was it the first introduction of the... I, I think it was. It, I, it was the Brazilian Rain Man. Yeah. <laughs> and it was... I yeah. sat there because I hadn't listened <laughs> to that episode, and I was sitting there, and no joke, I was sitting there. I told Russ, I was sitting there crying laughing. Like, there were tears coming out of my eyes, and I was crying because they were talking about how he's going to go down there. There was some <laughs> line that someone said that he's going to go down there and meet her and blow a 27-year load. <laughs> <laughs> Just he was instantly gonna come in his pants and then go brain dead. <laughs> like like yeah. I just heard the fucking heartbeat go, <laughs> and that's how he died. <laughs> he and came I was, himself to death. Uh, I was sitting.
sitting there fucking a couple of seats away from an older Indian couple and then some girl that unfortunately, God bless her soul, had cancer because her head, all her hair was gone. But I was sitting there right in the middle of them just crying, just going. <laughs> Luke, I'm so sorry for your condition. My t- tears going down my eyes. Yeah. I just envision that scary movie scene where he fucking explodes onto the ceiling. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, Have you looked at, into it, like no, what's going well, on? With I, meant, them at all? I meant to call and ask Bob, but you know it's just kind of weird for me to call and ask him up and be like, "Hey, uh, what's so, going on?" Let's get on this video yet. chat. I, I mean, are you not friends with him on Facebook or anything? No, no, I looked him up because I did. I was going to try and be friends. Is he so, on Facebook? I don't think so. She's on Instagram, but I don't know her name. It's Drayley something. Ah, so you, there's literally no way you can no, track really. No, I, trust me, trust me. I've tried. I was going to say yeah, if, if done, there is a way and you didn't do I've it. I've done my due diligence on this. Yeah, yeah, shit. But you know, it's uh, people want to know. I, I, yeah, there's there's a market here <laughs> for this. Uh, at least we at least we want to know. I don't know much of a market. Oh, I want to know because when I was listening to that episode, I was texting Russ and I was saying, "Hey, is there any update?" Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> Dude, I'm just lucky I have a direct line to the yeah, to the, the podcast. Hotline. Yeah, <laughs> you don't direct get that line. luxury line. Yeah, I can hit up Joe Rogan and say, "Hey, uh, hey, you hear anything about uh, Bob Lazar in Area 51?" <laughs> Is he still out there? Has he changed his story yet? <laughs> yeah, no, I was excited. Yeah, we're uh, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll get a hold of this week, so the next one we do, we'll uh, we'll be able to uh, sort it out because there does you know there needs to be a conclusion to this story. Yeah, no, I, I I'm totally invested in this story right now because I think I'm, most of America is. Yeah, no. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, the fabric of this podcast. Oh, yeah, it, no, really it really is. is. It really is. But. Uh, Anyway, you know what? I think what we should talk about, because this is something that's very pressing, is the hibachi dinner the other night and how we were treated. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Well, let's just explain this. Me and me, Joe and uh, and Ben had a bet, and and the bet was it was a presidential election bet, it, it, and it was it was a, it was over a year probably. Bet. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time coming, but basically, you know, Biden wins hibachi dinner. That was the you know the well, Trump but, wins. Yeah, and let me, pays. let me let me make a point that this was. The, we don't want to get political on this podcast, the, <laughs> but we will. <laughs> <laughs> we have to. But uh, what this was, was like over a year ago, we were all saying, let's put a bet on who a hibachi dinner bet. Like one side's going to have to pay for the other or vice versa. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we were saying like, not, it doesn't exactly mean who you want to win, but who do you think is going to win? And that was the bet. So me and Russ both said, we think Trump Trump is probably going to fucking win this. Yeah. And Joe went the other way. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. anyway, that's where yeah. it came and to. And so finally, you know, it was pay-up time, and that was Friday. So uh, we went and— uh, uh, First, the <sighs> fucking Nakato, yeah. man. Yeah, Nakato, which the bet was for, a, a high-class, quality hibachi dinner. High-class. Best class. in town. High-class. Yeah. No, no you comparison. Can't, you can't do anything better than Nakato. Yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, there, if there's another hibachi place that's even— cl- I assume all hibachi places are trash compared to Nakato because yeah. I don't have any evidence to prove otherwise. I've been to other hibachis and they suck compared to this place. And you know what? Even with Nakato, 
It's not like Nakato is a fancy place. It's like saying, what's the best McDonald's in the fucking yeah. nation? But they just do a little extra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they cook it right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't make an onion but, volcano dude, those, and flip a shrimp noodles, in their hat. They, they use like spaghetti noodles or angel hair or something. At the, at, at no, where they we don't went. use angel hair. Where we went, they didn't use the, the right that, noodles. They didn't like the noodles they had at uh, wow, you know, I did. Uh, You know, this is something I want to talk about this after yeah. the story's told because uh, that's interesting. Did you like the noodles? I didn't notice, but now that you say something, I'm, my mind's They're getting thinner. rolling on them. They're thinner. <laughs> I, I didn't think they were quite as Man, good as— Man, I wish I still had it in my yeah, fridge so we yeah. could compare. Yeah. So anyway, we get there— they say it's going to be an hour. Or we, we go to Nakato, and they're not doing anything. It's just like sushi bar only. Yeah, no, I got, I got there. Dude, I showed up in Nakato. We were meeting there at 530, and I, I got there before them, so I walked up, and uh, they had the people outside because I guess you couldn't walk in. And uh, I asked the woman, and she's like, well, we have bar seating, and we have sushi bar seating. Sushi bar's full, and the bar seating, you can sit there and you can order appetizers, but you can't order a full meal. One, what the fuck is that? Yeah, like, I can order some food, but not all food yeah. if I sit at the bar. But anyway, yeah, then I was like, okay, setup. well, can you put us down for three? And she said, okay, and this is at 5.30. And she said, well, all right, well, it'll be probably about 9.30 before you get in. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, so immediately we switch gears, and we go to probably the second best place in town, which is Hanode, which is, you know, south of town here. And we get there, we go and uh, we go to, you know, put a, you know, or put our name on the list or whatever, and I just be about an hour. I'm like, all right, well, fuck, at this point, we're getting some hibachi. And so we just say, fuck it, all right, we can wait an hour. So we got in the car, and then we go to a bar, and we just go through this whole thing. We're sitting there in the parking lot, and... Finally, Joe had enough, and he just runs in there and is like, "Hey, uh, are you like, you know, how much longer till we're up?" He's like, "Sir, we've tried to call you, and uh, and like we've been sitting there forever waiting on him, no and calls. I can no calls, not one no single calls. goddamn call." But anyway, uh, so to get to the point, basically, we we, yeah, we sit you down. To, you need to set this up good with who we need to sit down next to. Uh, oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, which we haven't really fully discussed yet, but it was, we had all kind of understood. Yeah, yeah. We, when we went in, they called, they called us because we had to wait a little bit longer. And we, we were standing there and finally were like the so-and-so group. And then they said my name. So the, me... Joe and Russ walk in, and then it's with uh, probably six or seven yeah. girls and women. Yeah. Uh, and sitting down at this table, it's immediately probably like three middle-aged women, and then maybe three— No, it was one middle-aged woman. No, there was two at least. There was no, two there least. was one, and the others were 30, because it was then, a birthday. No, nah, two middle-aged. There was the mom that was there. It doesn't matter. You, I had a great view. I had a good angle on them. Anyway, they were all very, you know, Christian. All of them blonde hair. Blonde hair, yeah. All of them, all of them immediately talking. Like, you would have thought Cackling. they just walked out of James River Assembly. Yeah, they just got out of a Bible reading. Yeah, like, they all, like, and then, and then look at the other end of the table. Look at the devils yeah. that are sitting yeah. there. And, and so immediately stooges. I thought, I thought, God damn it, this is going to be bad. Because I'm sorry, Joe, but Joe, one time I look over, Joe's cutting a goddamn gummy <laughs> up on his fucking He's plate. He's cutting it with a fork and knife. Yeah. And, I, and I look over at Joe and go, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Well, no, it was while the waitress was right there ordering yes. drinks, too. <laughs> like, just didn't give a shit. Yeah. And but, uh, yeah, so but they were all talking about how like every one of these women, one, it was the thirtieth birthday. That's why they're there. 
One, it was the 30th birthday. One sitting next to me, I could tell. It was the youngest one, and I was like, this girl's probably in high school. But then she chimed in. She's like, oh, and I'm engaged. And I went, oh, yeah, oh yeah, she's like, mistake. And how old, she's like, and how old are you? 18, and I'm married. Yeah, it was like, oh, it's like God. super weird. Here we like, go. The, the, yeah. The, yeah. And weren't all, like, all of their all of their husbands or whatever were all like, All of their husbands were either town. state troopers, police, or military. Every one of them. Yeah. And you could tell by the look Everyone, that that was the exact I, case. And when we overheard this, I went, this is going to be a big. Big problem. It's going to be a big They're problem. They're going to come marching in here because we <laughs> oh, said <shit>. something. <laughs> yeah, I, I, at that point, I wanted to look over to fucking Joe and Russ and go, shh, 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 guys, keep it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we did yeah. it. Oh, that. my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. So we just start getting hammered, and, you know, some sake and uh, yeah. beers and such. Oh, and, you know what? And I want to point out also, Joe, you're still wrong. You're not supposed to shoot sake. Joe, yeah. To tell me I mean, that you're supposed to slam right. sake, and he didn't like it, and he did the old bully 101 reverse on me yeah. because he tried to bully me back, but I still I stand strong. Well, he looked it up and he said you were right. So oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah very I mean, quietly to me. I don't know if yeah. you got you you uh, heard it. You don't push the bully too much. <laughs> yeah. You don't push the bully, bully too much. Bully mammoth. That's, he, he got that name one way or another. Yeah, but Russ, tell him who came out. Tell tell him who our who our cook was. Fucking because uh, what do you want? Listen, you know what? Rico yeah. Suave pops yeah, you out know here. What? When you want to go to a, a pizza place, if you see an Italian cooking your pizza, you go, oh. Yeah. I don't if you go to a Chinese restaurant, yeah, yeah. if you go to a Chinese restaurant and there's some Asian people behind there, you go, okay. Yeah. Not not tonight. No. Not tonight. We got Eddie Vasquez, like a little, uh, he, he just, he, he was all those listeners right now mouth. that are saying that Russ is being racist by saying that, just wait for the story. Wait for the story because he was, we never did that until he did something to us that was yeah, no, very yeah, racist. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with it really until it kept going on. Yeah, no, it kept going too That's long. That's the thing. Too the first long. thing he says is like, so what are you three doing here? And then, and then I, I think we're just like, oh, we're just having dinner. He's like, oh, you guys in love? Yeah, yeah. Like it's you like, guys uh, uh, fall, okay. fall in love, and I was like, all right. He's busting our chops a little bit. Yeah, I can yeah. handle that. Yeah, no big deal. Busting our chops, that's fine. Yeah, that's cool. Whatever. Uh, and then you know things kept going along. Mm-hmm. The dinners, you know, he's cooking our food and everything. He spent a lot of time talking to them the whole time. The, the whole, whole time, time he was the other end of the yeah, table. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, us. Yeah, he was. And, and at one point, he was even saying like, he was like. Uh, it's like, I've got, uh, you can tell I have super Christian girls. And he goes, I've got uh, two kids. And he says, and no wife? One of them actually said that. Like, and out of wedlock? <laughs> it's like, look at this guy. Yeah, of course. But he starts, I say something, I look at him. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's why one of your eyes didn't work. And I go, no, that's oh, my Bell's no, policy. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, and Russ, I want to... Yeah. Correct me if I'm correcting you and I'm not right. He says something to Russ, which did you know about Russ's palsy that he had? You can't really tell now, but but like maybe two years ago, Russ called. What was it called? Bell's palsy. Bell's palsy. Yeah. Like one like day, Russ sun, woke up and your body. half of fucking half Russell's face, face did not work. was just sunken. Like, it didn't work. Dude, it was like I fucking half, had totally that happen, yeah. actually. It was like yeah. a stroke. Half of it. Yeah. But like, I know you what can't. that feels like. Yeah, <laughs> I went to the fucking ER. I was like, what happened to me? <laughs> you had Bell's palsy? Yeah, my fucking face. I couldn't like talk hardly. Oh, yeah, shit. It was like, no shit. Oh, like fucked up and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. My left arm. Yeah, I just, 
it just huh. recovered. I, I never be. really fully went away. Like I can still feel it now, but uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, this yeah. guy. That's crazy. You had <laughs> damn. This this guy <laughs> said something, I, and I felt like what he said was like, "What do you keep winking at me or something?" Dude, it was it, it was, was something like, and, yeah. and it was like, "No, that's Bell's palsy." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the other, it was sort of like a roast fest a little bit because yeah. even the other side of the table was like, "Oh, <laughs> like oh, that was kind of a dick move for that guy to call him out." Yeah. And then and then what he was doing this whole time, which is the next thing where we really kind of all noticed because he did it a couple times and it was, you brush it off. But when he would look to us, even when he asked this, uh, the all in love question, he, uh, he went every single time he came over to us and would like, you know, dish out the food from the fucking Blackstone. He'd fucking, you know, your plate comes out and he puts it, puts it on. He goes, Billy, Bradley. No, Bogo, dude, like, it wasn't it, that. It was all well, white biblical well, names. Yeah, it was no, he Michael, was saying, Joseph, he was, like, Matthew. Yeah, names like that. He was saying names like that. Super white just, names. Just fucking white names. And then one time, one time, right after the Bell's Palsy one, he goes... He, to me, he goes, Joseph, and then he goes to fucking Russ, and he goes, Michael, and then he doesn't say anything for Joe, but Joe's name, uh, this is for the podcast, <laughs> his middle name is Joseph Michael. And so he said, Joseph Michael, and I went to the guy, I went, oh, I said, that's crazy. I was like, that's that guy's first and middle name. And he looks at us and he goes, good for you. Yeah. And go, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, and then another Why? fucking time. It's like this guy who just knew me and he was fucking with me. Because about now this gummy's oh, kicking in. I forgot and about I don't, this. I don't, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't usually get high. And I was just like, fuck it, I'm doing it. And it just, it rocked my world, man. I was starting to get super fucking high. And this guy, he's over there chit-chatting with them. And he's like, uh, I think it was after that comment about how he doesn't have a wife or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, you, I mean, these Latino chicks, like, they're crazy and everything. And he goes, he looks over at us. He's like, you guys, you fellas, uh, what about you? You ever date a Latino? I go, Probably thinking that you would say no. Yeah, thinking we say no. I go, yeah, my ex-wife. He's <laughs> like, oh. And the other side goes, ooh. Yeah. I was like, dude, this guy is just calling me out. What did I fucking do? Yeah. I, you know, it's I, bad I, enough I lost this bet and I had to pay for this meal. <laughs> and a couple things that consistently happen through the dinner, like someone just wanting to make sure that you know, that, that they know that you heard them, was one, the guy probably 20 times said that he was Hispanic. Yeah. And which, I mean, one, one, I I mean, obviously for anybody out there listening, you can look at somebody and know. Yeah. Pretty obviously, most of the times, like, you know, you're fucking white, you're black, whatever. This guy said it way too many times. I'm not fucking shitting on him for saying it. I'm saying he said it 20 times because on the other side of that was the girl sitting next to me that was very young, the youngest girl there that said 20 times also, I'm 18 and I'm engaged. Yeah. And it and was like, fucking, it was like a, a battle of wits. Like who oh, could, yeah. who could, who could uh, virtue signal the most about oh, themselves? Yeah, yeah. It was, and it was, and it was just, I, yeah. And all and, this is happening while I'm sitting there getting high for the first time in like six months. Like, oh, oh, yeah, dude. And then as the wheel went on, like, I think the dude left and we were just sitting there eating for, I felt like, dude, an hour just laughing so fucking hard. Oh, dude, there was so much shit that came up. But then it's like at the same time, we started talking about the tip. And this is what I wanted to bring up to the tip because. How'd you tip this guy? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. I I didn't like this because I didn't, I discussed this out loud with you until right now was, but I, I, I remember it. This is every hibachi fucking meal where you get, the, you get the bill. 
you get the bill and there's just, there's a tip. And so there's the person that comes out before and gets you your drinks and everything, but then there's the bocce guys. So you assume that both of them split the tip. The girl, I, I wanted to tip great. Yeah. I wanted her to have a good tip. The girl that came out and gave all the shit, but that fucker, I wanted to tip him a penny. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, he deserved it. Dude, the, the motherfucker was aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it was aggressive as shit. I'm not even gonna. I mean, you know, and, and for Call everyone, us, and for and everyone, too, gay right off the bat. And we we like that's customer we service. We like aggressive humor. It's, I, I yeah, like no. aggressive humor. This guy was a fuck you Dude, humor. No, but it this, was a it fuck was you because, humor. It was because we couldn't give it back, and no. he wouldn't let. There was no back and forth. There no, was there just was no this back guy. And forth. There was pissed that we were cock blocking with a bunch of fucking cops' wives. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> give me a fucking break. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ugh. that guy, he was such a douche. Like I, when I got home, I thought about riding him and being like, I wish I knew his name because like this motherfucker. I'm sure they get. I'm sure they would realize which one you were talking was about. Was such an asshole or Mexican? Yeah. <laughs> the only one there. No, there's a few of them. Was oh, and that's another point. Again, nothing racist, but like if you go to a hibachi joint, I don't think there's anybody out there. Like, even if it's a white guy, like I am like, God damn, what a bummer. Because you want the you want the Japanese oh, dude. God, dude. Fucking Machine Gun Kelly pulled up oh, to the dude, other side of yeah. the table. Yeah, he to, did. To yeah, cook hibachi for them, dude. I don't want you cooking hibachi. Oh, yeah, and that was, I don't want you cooking we hibachi we for me because he was yeah. bombing, and it had the long face Civil War ghost. Oh dude. my god, yeah. No, you should have seen because the you know how the hibachi tables. There's one on one side, and there's one on the other, and you can see the other group on the other side right there. There were the most the most fucking outside of Springfield country kind of people sitting there and Machine Gun Kelly rolls up to cook them their hibachi and you should have seen the look on this guy's face going... Well, here we go. <laughs> yeah, dude, have you noticed? Have you noticed that these hibachi places are kind of a magnet for blue collar it is. and and, it is. and redneck people? Like it it's is. like they're night in a dude, city, dude. When we were I, talking, it's very about, weird because the whole reason we were there, the whole reason we were there was because of this this who's going to be president bet. And at one point in the night, I pointed out to Joe and Russ. I said, "Look around the room." And again, yeah. not being oh, political, yeah. not I'm not one side or the other, but I told. Them, I said, look around the room. Not one person. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Trust me. Well, you know what? I will be political. Hey, I'll tell you I what. Will I'll be, be political. fucking political. I hope. I hope <laughs> they find voter fraud and flip this thing over so that I get yeah, my hibachi. That's the only deal. reason. <laughs> we were making a joke, sitting there at dinner, and we get a news feed right before, right before <laughs> the, the bill shows up. Uh, uh, Trump actually wins. <laughs> oh, Joe, you're fucked. <laughs> Joe, yeah, right before we pay. <laughs> you were fucked. So, ooh, yeah. Talk about bad timing. <laughs> no, no. I, I looked around the room room I was looking around the room and I thought holy shit look at the people around this room and, and listen if you would have seen it you would have thought the same thing I looked around the room and I, I I leaned over to fucking Joe and Russ and I said dude there is not one person in this room who Dude, voted it was, for it Joe was a, Biden. It was like a Mike Huckabee the luncheon. The entire room was a Trump rally. It was. It was. And I went, yeah. there's not one person. And that even exasperated my fucking feeling of, we're not supposed to be here right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, towards the end there, I just, I felt like I was being so obnoxious and so ridiculous that it was just a matter of time before we got kicked out. Oh, dude. Because dude, not only was I, I felt, drunk, but I was high, but I couldn't stop myself. Like I felt that too because I, it was the same feeling, which this is a, this is a big throwback story. 
but I thought about this story that you and Joe told me, and I think you were with Jeff and maybe someone else at, at, at Mexican Villa with the kid. We're like, Mom, you know what? I smoke weed too. We're, Wait, we're, <laughs> what? What? I was, I, I was telling, I was telling the girl that I'm fucking talking to right now this story the other day. The Bashi one or the Mexican Villa one? No. I'm, I was telling her a fucking probably. Eight, nine, ten-year-old story. Oh, okay, all right, all right, all from, right. That w- I wasn't there for, but it's one of my favorite stories. <laughs> okay, I don't think I was there for this either. But no, I, no, no. I think you were. Let me let okay. me tell it. Well, the, tell me who the story I, was, I told <laughs> her. The story I told her, which I think you were there for. Well, I was my not. Memory. Yeah, was uh, because we were fighting because she doesn't like Mexican Villa. Oh, uh, one of those. Yeah, yeah, and, and she's I, from Springfield, and I was telling her like that. That's going against Springfield. I'm saying like Mexican Villa. I will. I'll be the first person to stand up and say it's not real Mexican. No, hell it no. It is not. But it's real it, good it, it, food. It is, it is a dump. It is it a is. dump Mexican food. But that's what but I want. But it's the only food that cures a hangover for me. Oh, it is man. a nat- like it is. I, I, there's there's few things I have extreme cravings for. But when I get Villa in my head, Mexican it, it's Villa. Hard, it's Mexican hard to Villa is that one story of the girl that yeah. you would never tell your friends that you hooked up with. Exactly. That's the best way yeah. of putting Villa. It, it, you don't go brag about it, but you it, don't go it, home it, to your mom and you know tell her about it. Did the job. Did the job, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I feel relieved. <laughs> I, I, I was telling this girl this story, and I was again, I was telling her I wasn't there for this, but it was you, Joe, and someone else, and it was the original, the National and Bennett. Oh, that's a good one. And you guys were sitting there, and you guys just like always back in the day when we'd go eat it, just reeked of weed, and yeah. the, you were sitting in a booth in the back end of the fucking Mexican villa, right? And the back that, room that behind, you're sitting in the booths. You like if you walked in the room on the left the wall, the one we always always yeah, yeah, ended yeah. up at. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. And that the booth right behind you was like a mother and son, and that at one point <laughs> you guys were all real hype. I mean, this happened. I know this story is true because <laughs> someone told it to me. Yeah. And, and maybe you forgot, Russ, because I swear that you were the one that was there with Joe. Uh, maybe. I that don't know. The waitress came up to the mother and son booth, and, and the mother said to the waitress, she said, these people behind me reek of weed, like something like that. And the waitress went, uh, you know what? It's okay. They come in here in a lot. And like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Dude, like, I don't remember this, but this sounds no. like a, yeah. <laughs> a wait, wait, real yeah. deal. Yeah. And she said that. And then everyone in the booth went like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, and so anyway, and so anyway, it continues on after the uh, the waitress left. So I know for a fact that at least Joe was there. Like, dude, Russ, I swear you were there because I know I wasn't. I I'm proud wasn't the way there. I smoke weed, like, I, honest to God, the way when I'm high, there's probably no way I would remember this. Okay. Well, anyway. This sounds familiar. Uh, yeah. I will, I will anyway, tell you that the waitress, I've heard this story, too. The waitress too. walked off, and then whoever was in the booth at that time, everyone was going, oh, my God, like, holy shit, this is kind of scary because everyone's high. And that eventually... The son and that booth starts saying, you know what, mom, it's not that big of a deal. And she goes, not that big of a deal. And like, there's a little fucking kind of scuffle going on with them. And then eventually, eventually the kid, the kid for no goddamn reason at all, just to fucking ruin his own life goes, you know what, mom, I smoke weed. And the mom goes, what? And and whoever is in the booth at this time is hearing this whole thing go down. And she goes, wait till your father hears like all this shit. All of a sudden the heat 
pissed yeah. off at you. And that, the, <laughs> that the mother and the son eventually leave. And then eventually, it's just whoever was sitting, <laughs> Joe, you, whoever it was at the booth, hearing this whole thing go down behind you. First, the waitress <laughs> getting told. And the then, son taking the a son bullet. revealing to his mom that he smokes weed. Taking a bullet yeah. for the stone strangers yeah, yeah. next door. And I was telling this girl this the other night. I was like, yeah, those are my friends. <laughs> <laughs> you still talk to you? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> But I swear that it was you. Dude, I, I, honest to God, I'm sure even the listeners know by now, we don't know what the fuck happened back then. Yeah. We don't know who was there. We told yeah. you so many, it was like Baker in the, in the UFO. We don't. Yeah, listen, for the record, Baker, I don't think I don't Baker think was, was there. there yeah, Baker, Baker, if you're listening, I think, I think we've just told you the story so many times that you put yourself, it's, it's all right, I've been there. I do that all the time. Hey, man. Yeah, dude, I mean, you thought you were on the fucking lake watching the duck boat yeah, sink. Yeah, a big duck And I was with happened. you downtown by my yeah. apartment. I was applauding. <laughs> Myself, I was applauding myself Did that you I had this cold. I heard about this. Yeah, you yeah. saw that Dude, in person? Could, no, you, no, I, no, no, no. <laughs> I legit, thought I did. Let me tell you. The, <laughs> me and Joe both Joe, have memories. One night over here, Joe and this Russ. This is some Mandela Joe and shit. Russ were both saying, they're like, remember when we were on the lake and we saw the duck boat sink? And I went, you were not fucking there. Yeah, because I said, I said, you were with me. It was when I was living downtown on Walnut Street. And <laughs> Russ like, was I doing some in, work on Walnut Street. I was there. Yeah, and I, I remember pulled this. Up, I pulled up the videos that I had saved because the Duratio came through Springfield too, and I pulled up the videos of me and Russ standing downtown, going, "Oh my god!" And Russ goes, "Well, I guess I wasn't there." <laughs> yeah. But, I, but I, I remember in my head, even before this came up, thinking like, like. Challenging the, the duck captain's skills. Like, I barely have my boater's license, and I knew what was happening, and I knew man, to get off the water. How fried are our fucking brains? Dude, I don't. It's scary, man. It's it just. Is. I think it's a mixture of telling the same stories so much. I, I mean, it's just like. And it's just like Baker thinking that he yeah, was with eventually, us. Eventually, eventually, time, there's like an equation there. Like, time and, and time's stories told equals you being there. Yep. And somehow <laughs> that equation works itself out. In, in different ways, <laughs> it and, is, and it you is. find yourself being there. It's uh, it's nonsense. It's incredible. It's a phenomenon, really. Yeah, really, a phenomenon. Yeah, like <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle is a phenomenon. So is whatever the fuck we're yeah. going, we're dealing yeah. with. Did you speak of phenomenons? I think this is a good segue into what we've really been wanting to talk about. Oh uh, yeah, Yeah, you know what? I I need to take a chronovision piss into another <laughs> dimension before we get started. No, that's fine. That's so this, fine. Let's, you need a break. Anyone yeah, let's need ta- a break? Let's take a. Uh, let's take a quick. Well, I, uh, this one's sponsored by uh, hey, Chick Fil A. Yeah, we'll throw in a <laughs> we'll throw in a made up commercial at the end. <laughs> I love just like Rush Limbaugh has the fake commercials. <laughs> We're gonna be doing a twenty four hour Hungry Man special for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hungry, Hungry Man's on. <laughs>
record and then y'all sit around. It's very forced. Nobody, no, everybody's usually too pussy to say what they want to say because yeah. as soon as someone says something edgy, like you know, the other day I watched old Michael Jackson fondle kids. You know, you got video of that. Didn't see that, no. But maestro does. What you're missing is a maestro. Yeah, someone to put together the whole entire. You take the canvas and you make a piece of art with it. Yeah, yeah. He cuts out all that dead air and, and all the and, bullshit. And all he cuts through the bullshit. Basically, this wouldn't exist without a maestro. You need a maestro if you want to get anywhere. I'm thinking that the maestro is going to be the next uh, the Diplo of podcast. And we will give the same caressing care mm-hmm. to your product as we have given to this maestro's masterclass. Subscribe to the Maestro Masterclass. Hey, you see the fucking the space launch happen tonight? Dude, that guy was from Lebanon. The yeah, crew yeah, commander. Yeah, yeah, the crew yeah, commander's yeah, from yeah. Lebanon. I was yeah. watching them before you guys showed up. They got up oh, in was space. It? Can we bring that up? Is it, they did get it up in space? Yeah, they're right, already up there. They mind. just launched it uh, probably an hour ago. Yeah, that's awesome. Got up there. Representing Lebanon. Oh, dude. Fucking Elon Musk, man. Oh, yeah. He's the, the real Einstein. life. He's the real life. Uh, dude, Tony, you know, Tony, Tony, I love that he does Tony crazy Hop. shit, Tony, too. Uh, Tony Stark. Yeah, like, I love that he does crazy shit, too. And he's just nuts. And he names his kids weird fucking names. And he dates these crazy dude, fucking bitches. did you see bitches. recently when, like, somebody asked him, like, how's, how's, and they use his kids' names. Like, how's this kid doing? He used the name. He's like, what? He's like, what? Oh, my kid. Yeah. He totally forgot. Got it. Oh, dude, and you know he dates he dates these women who are just nuts. And I mean, dude, there's a clip. Grimes, what's her name? Grimes? Is that is something like that? I, I'm not even sure, but it's there's one Grimes. for years that has gone around. This one woman that he dated. It might be still his current wife, but she divorced him for a little bit and then came back. But there's some clip that tr- like just is always online because I love Reddit cringe. I love looking at the cringe videos, and it always pops up because it's it's her. It's like some little documentary they're doing. And like it's her basically saying like I only love you because you're rich, and oh. it's like holy shit. And he just kind of laughs about it. But it's like you know what? For what Elon Musk has given us, you can be crazy as you want. You can just be crazy. Dude, I, I love it because dude, you're smart. Yeah, and it's fine. Like all this shit with him. Like he, uh, he's just. He's like he's like solo shit. And he's gonna start renting. Like he just want to get rid of all his possessions. But one of the things he owned was was uh, Gene Wilder's mansion, and he like lived across the street from it. And he bought it, and like it was still from Gene the, Wilder. Yeah, Gene Wilder's mansion. And, like it had all the weird trap doors and, and shit. Old, like it was a real old Wonka dude, factory. It was. It was like it was a real goofy place. Had and, like, like chocolate river with where Gus's gloop got <laughs> yeah. sucked up. In he's the- like, I'm gonna sell this thing. One condition: you cannot do anything to it. Like if you I buy like it, that. you have I to like keep that. it. I don't. Need to sell it. Like yeah. it's it's almost like an NDA or contract exactly. where you can't exactly. break it. Yeah. And so basically what happened, and this just I think this happened like this week. He he, he ended up selling it to like Gene Wilder's nephew or something like that. Oh, so I, I like that. Yeah. Keep it the yeah. family. Exactly. I like but, that. Yeah, it's a pretty cool story. You know, I like he's that. like you know, I, dude, I love Gene Wilder. Great. I, yeah, Gene Wilder, like Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Like uh, fuck it. I mean, all of it. Everything dude, he's ever done. Gene Wilder. Uh, and uh, Richard Pryor in Blazing yeah. Saddles yeah. Yeah. as un-quote-unquote poli- unpolitically correct it is today, I think that's a good thing that people maybe our age too, because I know a lot of people our age that just don't get shit. Yeah. You don't get Absolutely. it. You don't get like, con- like it's just like people when comedians talk about 
people freaking out on for mm-hmm. a joke. Yeah. You can't get a fucking Dude, joke. The world's 3D. It's three-dimensional. Uh, it's not a two-dimensional joke, and, good and, or bad. And it's like, it's like if you came out, if you tried to make the movie Blazing Saddles today and come oh, out man. with it, your Dude, career's over. Yeah, yeah. Everything. The studio would go started. bankrupt. But yeah. you got to look back there. Yeah. That not only were two of the funniest people and one of the funniest comedians, because like, Gene Wilder wasn't really even a stand-up guy, but Richard Pryor. Was that Richard Pryor in there? I don't think that was Richard Pryor. Oh, that wasn't Richard Pryor. I was wondering about right. that when you said Right. That, I was Richard like, Pryor was in another one with Gene he Wilder. Was in, uh, he was, well, I'm using Brewster's Millions. And Brewster's then, uh, Millions. But yeah, I don't think I don't think Gene Wilder I mean, was in that. No, no, it was a different guy. But that's just, I think that's there just is one with Richard. Which yeah, what is Throw that? Mama movie? from the Train. Is that uh, it? Oh, <laughs> dude, I know there's Silver Streak. Uh, yeah. Silver Streak. That was because because that was the train one. Because I want to say Throw Mama from the Train, but okay, it was Silver okay. Streak. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that makes more sense. Silver Streak, Stir Crazy, See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Like they're in a lot together. Like they're a comedy team like yeah, they have yeah, been they for a in long a bunch time. together dude just how great were they i mean but that's the thing them. like most of the movies they they made wouldn't fly today yeah. and that's what like I, I feel like today in the media, the media and Facebook and everything blows things up. Most, a um, good damn majority of people know what's wrong and what's right. But people, the fringes that make the news and really blow shit up about like, this is fucking bad and fucking racist loudest and shit voice, like that. Loudest voice gets the, uh, gets the app. Yeah, yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's just, it's, Everybody's it's sad. Got a because, voice now. But it's like, it's like, you know, we have our black friends and we, we shoot shit and bust each other's shops all the time. And yeah, that sounds racist, actually. <laughs> bus jobs. <laughs> well, actually, you know, the, the thing that makes me most happy today is that the funniest, the funniest guy living. Probably right to now. ever live. If, I, ever if, we're, if is, we're thinking the same goddamn yeah, person, Dave, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. It's Dave Chappelle. And thank God that he is a person of fucking color mm-hmm. because everything that he says is so true about people being so fucking sensitive. Yeah. And shit like well, that. I mean, it's, it's just, like, it's, it was, you know, a lot of people say this. It's like back in the Chappelle show days, it's like racism was was a different animal back then. Like, yeah. like everybody oh, got along. I mean, we even the reason he left of, the show, even the reason he left the show, because he was, was saying, I don't want to embrace exactly. stereotypes. And I understand I that wanna, fine line I just want to cast a light yeah. on it. And he did. He did. And, he did. and, and, I, and it's just, it's interesting. We all make fun of it. We could all see how ridiculous it was. Oh, yeah. You know. It, 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 it is. It's the very first bit from Chappelle's show. The Clay, first Clayton episode Bigsby. was Clayton yeah. Bigsby, the black, white supremacist. Funniest things yeah. I've probably ever seen. Probably the most comedic genius fucking bit you could ever have in a television show. Yeah, and he show. almost fucking ruined his... <laughs> I mean, it could have been nothing. If that if that had landed any differently, if there's any other comedian, that would have totally well, blown I mean, just, that show yeah, up. It and it, just it wouldn't have ever been to anything, and we wouldn't know who Dave Chappelle is now, other than Con Air. What was his name in Con Air? Yeah. Uh, uh, he, yeah, it's not like Yo-Yo or something like that. Well, it just goes to show, like, you can make... Out of something like there's there's multiple ways to go about comedy and one is just totally shitting and like taking advantage oh. of of one side and digging into it. Dude, but like yeah. Chappelle has made and it's Chappelle funny. has made the comedy world to where it's neutral. It's funny to say it's that. so neutral and you can like just laugh because at something. I've noticed like since Trump's lost, like I've noticed yeah, exactly. I've been watching Comedy Central and like they'll do the little clips at Trevor Noah or whatever. And since like, he's kind of trying to transition into a post-Trump comedy cycle that doesn't exist, really. And his jokes are fucking 
terrible. No, I mean, they, I agree. He, it was some of the most unfunny things I've ever heard because yeah. he's, he, he knows there's going to be no more Trump material, yeah. which, he's, which he's based his career off of at this point. There's like a lot of news have. anchors start losing it now. Dude, oh, they're, yeah, they're yeah. just unloading on Trump now. Oh, like, yeah, what are you going to do? And now they're he's not going to be able to talk about him every oh, yeah. day. What are you going to do? That, that's the thing. It's like, you know, uh, I, I knew we Dude, said we were It's too easy. They're, they're the low, low-hanging fruit. Trump's yeah. a low-hanging apple. Oh, yeah. And I know we said we weren't going to get political yeah. on the show. <laughs> we I do not. I don't give a shit about Trump in any way. No, because dude's a fucking asshole. He's a fucking idiot. He's king bully. The only thing that I really appreciate is that every day I wake up and there's a new fucking thing to laugh at. Yeah. There's something crazy going on that I go, wow, I never <laughs> thought that this would happen. Yeah. Like every fucking day. Well, it, guess what? Uh, <laughs> wake up, dream's over. Yeah. yeah. But like, <laughs> back but to like, normal. That's the thing. That's the thing. I mean, and yeah. we've talked about it so much about how these comedians, it's like when you base something, Russ, wasn't it you and me that we were watching what comedian, was it a Bill Maher special or something? Where we go? Oh wait, the whole thing is gonna be. About- oh, that was you and Joe. Was like, I think it was talking about going to Bill Maher at a party. Was that yeah, what you're yeah, talking that about? Was it. Yeah. That was it, dude. Dude, yeah. me, we were watching because Bill Maher can be fucking funny. Yeah, at yeah. times, like you know, he, like he's, he, he's, he's uh, the asshole comedian out there yeah. right now, where everyone's like, "Fuck dude, you, buddy." But one thing he has done though is I don't think he totally, as much as he could have gone total shit, Trump. I think he's been able to. But that's why I like him. Because he's a true comedian. That's, that's I think. Why He's a true comedian in that true. way, and he's I, able to realize that you can't just ride that fucking and, coaster. And that's why I love him. Bill Bill Maher is he he he's the comedian where he is the comedian where he still lets his view be known, right? But his view isn't one side or the other. Totally. I mean, obviously, it's skewed one way. Sure. Yeah. But like, Bill Maher doesn't go one way or the other totally. But like, me and He's, Joe one night, you know, twenty five seventy five. No, Joe and I were watching this uh, new Bill Maher special. Maybe it was probably two years ago. And my place downtown, we threw it on, and uh, like the first ten minutes is pretty fucking funny. Like, we were watching it, and we're like, oh, like, haha, we were having some good laughs. And then after 10 minutes, we went, holy shit, this whole thing's going to be Trump jokes, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, I was like, well, how bad would it fucking suck to run a Bill Maher at a party and accidentally bring up Trump? Oh, yeah. Knowing no, that you started yeah, that machine and there's no kill switch. <laughs> the idea of, like, listen, guys, listen, you're having a party in fucking Hollywood, and you're like, hey, listen, Maher's showing up tonight. Just don't bring up politics. Yeah. Just don't do mm. just anything. Just don't I, do it. Like, just like, don't. Like El Nino or some shit. Like, yeah, like, don't do it. Don't. Patterns. Listen, <laughs> hey, listen, I love Bill. Bill is funny. If you can get him on any, anything <laughs> yeah. else, like if you can get Bill talking about anything, he's hilarious. But don't bring up politics, please. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> That's exactly the same way as it would be like if Seth Myers or fucking Stephen yeah. Colbert oh, was showing up. Dude, like Seth Myers is the worst. He's and all of them. Oh no, no, I think Colbert is. Colbert, it was a bitch, uh, a little bit. What was that one where he was like crying? Dude, Did you it, see that clip where he's crying? Yeah, it's like, ridiculous. Because I expected, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that was. But Seth Myers just like literally, at least you know, on a Snapchat shit like that, a closer look, whatever that is. Dude, I just don't. It drives me insane. You know, I don't trust you if your whole fucking bit to make me laugh is off one or the other like 
Dude, just, it's too let's, easy. Let's talk about some other shit. Like I'm the, sorry, but there's no value in that. Trump is Trump is literally the easiest person to make. If you want to make fun of Trump and you want to start oh, a career oh, based dude, off that, you, there is no right one now, easier to do that. All of us could start right now and go forever. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's it, a million things. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It. But fuck that. Like, there's nothing original about it. Like it's, Everyone's it's, doing it's, it. Yeah, and it sucks. It's boring. There's like, like the, the fucking, uh, when you were sending the snaps, because I was watching the SNL the other night, too. Norm, last Norm, night? Norm, yeah. yeah. Where, like, the old fucking weekend update. Yeah. Like, they'd have fucking, like, Norm McDonald doing it. It was hilarious, because he was talking about bathrooms in Wisconsin or something. Yeah, and, and, that, and that was, I just wish that, like, because I, I, Michael Che and is You're one just, of the funniest I'm just, fucking yeah, people sick around. Of politics. Yeah, it, it, I, then they could be spinning their, because they've got a talent. Those dudes on Weekend Update right now Dude, have Michael a fucking Jay talent. Michael Jay and Colin Jost, like, they still do the fucking political jokes, but they still do a great amount of just non They do. And I think if they if they were to, they, they have so much talent between them. Dude, the ones where they do, where they <laughs> don't they, let the they, other read. They, they, the Christmas specials. Yeah. They, like, there's going to be a new one coming up, and yeah. they do that for the, uh, they, they write each other's jokes. Yeah, they, they, they do something where, they do something where they write each other and they can't see before what the other one wrote. And they're like, yeah. guess what? Basically, basically they're just trying to get each other fired. Yeah, they're saying the worst things that the yeah. other one could say. <laughs> <laughs> like Dude. I feel like that's how they usually start. Guess what? Yeah, yeah. It's a guess what type of joke. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're not professional comedians or or anything. So you know, our voice doesn't really matter this shit. But I feel like we have a lot to say that's important. <laughs> and we mainly skipped over one of the most important things that we were supposed to talk about, which is Corona fishing. Uh, we'll get to it. We're still coming to it. We're still coming to it. We're warming up to it. Yeah, we're still coming to it. No, I like this comedian shit because the comedians, I think that's why Dave Chappelle Mm -hmm. is probably considered, and I mean, like, honestly, like, it's just like, I mean, you could use SNL as an example, too, where people say, like, oh, it's better back in the day, but it's not good now. Mm -hmm. We're like... It's basically the time that that human being is alive where you can go to the past and say the past was better and the the future's fucked. I mean, they're probably saying that in fucking 1700. Dude, it's like Like right now. You know how good it was in 1700? 1800's going to be fucked. Do you remember finding those newspapers in Baker's basement? And they were, it was like all the political shit was the same thing. It was like, Democrats are going to fuck us oh, over. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, it was a, literally it, the exact the same, same thing. It's just insanely amplified now. Yeah, it's yeah just, exactly. Yeah, it's There's the same so thing. many people like doing that. Twitter and Instagram yeah. now. And it's they're like, saying no, shit. Joe Biden ain't going to fuck us all over. If we can live through yeah. Trump, I don't I don't understand where the, where the pessimism is. Like, we made it through that shit. Like... Like, that could have been really, really fucking bad. I mean, that could have been... He, at one point, threatened to totally blow North Korea off the map. But, I mean, if you look <laughs> like, in the we past, we got too, through that, and it wasn't that bad, so... Like, I don't know who it was, because uh, whoever is listening, I wish we could have aliens callers right now yeah, we were to just call in, because today, I yeah. wish we could have a caller, because it was some president. I want to say it was Truman. It was Truman or Roosevelt or somebody that was crippled... It was that, FDR. Like, yeah, he had polio. They, they had a fucking seizure almost, and were out, and their wife basically ran the last half of the, half of the presidency because they couldn't fucking function. Well, uh, fucking uh, FDR got like a, what is it, a, a brain hemorrhage and died after his polio, and I don't think he ever totally relinquished. Uh, but yeah. then it went over to Truman, and Truman really was a... 
he just really wasn't the guy to, to handle you know all that. Reagan, he was, he wasn't, Reagan, Reagan, was, Reagan was had great. fucking Alzheimer's at the end of his, you know? He did. Yeah, he's like, I don't remember if I sold those guns uh, you know, to the, the Iranians. Is, I don't really recall. I don't recall if I did. The Iran-Contra yeah. scandal with Pablo Escobar. Yeah, he's like, I don't know if I did or didn't. It's like, oh, Yeah, okay. that was a good fucking play. Dude, I almost have to wonder if, if Trump has, like, gotten a little bit of— Because uh, if you look at the way he got into the White House and the way he left— it's two different animals. It's very different. What do you mean two different? Like the, the way Trump got seems into like the, the same animal. I know to me, it's, a it dumb does. One. <laughs> it, yeah, but the way he got into it is like he really preyed on people. The way that like he was like we're make, we're taking America back. We're draining the swamp. He's he just still told preyed on people. He's telling dude, people to the do he, the the, way the, the MAGA out, million march. And I mean, yeah, but that's delusional. Yeah, he's delusional. That's what I'm saying is he's losing his shit like a little bit. And so you know, again, we're not he trying to get we're not trying to get political here. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just like like uh, I think it was on Rogan or something. I heard that like they were watching his la- like the last campaign ad he had in in two. 2016 was a powerful one of the best political ads probably ever to have hit the streets. I'd like to see it. And and the last political ad, the thing he did in the last in 2020 was that jerking off ghosts video where he's dancing I and doing that. I've seen that. You, you, I'm sure the you've YMCA seen that dance. one. The one where he's doing the yeah. Oh, YMCA okay, dance. Yeah, 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 it looks yeah. like he's jerking off ghosts doing this little dance. Yeah, it's a fucking weird. <laughs> that was like, incredibly weird. Like like that's how he ended this campaign. So the. In fact, he even came as close as he did. Well, the sad thing is that on the other side of that, there's 10,000 videos of fucking Joe Biden fucking smooching fucking 15-year-olds yeah, on the head. Yeah, that's weird. They I don't mean, want it. I, the two I, guys that were going for the White House, are you go, uh-huh, shit, yeah. I don't know. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. <laughs> catch a predator catch, catch a predator by the toe <laughs> if he hollers make him pay vote my way <laughs> something something I, I didn't have this prepared yeah, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty much what it was oh dude but yeah it's uh I don't know all I know is that motherfucker and this is the best thing I'll say about his presidency and honest to god this is how I believe that motherfucker knew that we had a hibachi dinner on the line and he fucking fought as hard as he could to prove whatever fraud he could, whatever he could do to get us out of having to pay that hibachi dinner. And at the end of the day, it just wasn't enough. But I like a president who fought for me. But, uh, That's why Joe doesn't like him so much, you know. I know, you know, I know that we have fights with Joe. Two just bullies like, and remember bullies. the Rock and Jeremy Pippen being of the Rock? Yeah. Joe does not. And I gotta say, it pisses me off. It pisses me off, but I respect at the same time that Joe will not take the truth for an answer. It is, this is how it is. Yeah. This is how it is and this is what it is. That's great. You're right. That's the same cut from the same cloth type shit. Cut from the same cloth. Even if you're wrong, you fucking stand by until the other person who knows that you're wrong might doubt that maybe I'm wrong. It's like a good defense attorney. A good defense attorney creates questionable doubt. Like maybe I'm not the person that's right. I knew Mm. I was right. Yeah. this person has said so much that I'm not. Yeah. That maybe I'm not. Yeah, because all you have to do is create reasonable doubt to to a situation, just yeah. like a good defense like, attorney. Well, uh, you you know don't what, have no. to be right, but you just have to prove that there's it's not 
hundred percent. I did fact. have a couple glasses of wine last night. You know, <laughs> I, was I or was I not over the legal limit? <laughs> I don't know, Your Honor. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I drove home last night. Is that proof enough that I am right? <laughs> I drove here this hearing, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's all wound up into one big. <laughs> and like I said, it's uh, Joe. When you listen to this, I know you do it. I know you do it where you're always right, but uh, it's the sake shot. The uh, he does call out on everything he's ever been I, wrong I, on. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know what you're doing. We're asking for bully hell on next episode. <laughs> we, we're stoking a fire. We can't know, put yeah, out. Buddy. I am. Yeah, I can't put this <laughs> fire out. Once, the, <laughs> yeah. once he hears this, I'm not going to be able to put this fire out because <laughs> this is someone who won't ever admit they're wrong, and they're right in doing so. You're right in doing so because you. really Really build yourself up for that, but I know you're wrong. Hey, a lie but, is only a lie if you don't believe it. Exactly, and then you make someone believe it. Exactly. Yeah, that's a Jordan yeah. Belfort way. I mean, they're all the same. Like, uh, you know, it's it's like, what a world we live in. To be honest with you, uh, it is. It is. It's a crazy world we live in. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> just to sum it all up with that. <laughs> Listen, folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, this is quite the world <coughs> we live in right now. Yeah, I've brought it up a couple times, but uh, what's his name? Yeah, bring up what your, is this your phone? Okay, so here we uh, Russ, because I, yeah, I gotta I, grab my ben, feet out here. You breathe me, but Ben is the expert on Andrew this. Andrew Bossiago. Yes. Go start talking about Bossiago. Oh, yeah. I'll jump back um, in here. Well, shit. <laughs> I was just getting done saying you were the expert in this. <laughs> Throw. Anyway, so so this dude, uh, uh, apparently from from what he what he says, and there's there's this Project Pegasus, and what that was was some sort of time warp type situation. I guess this Andrew Basiago dude, his dad took him to uh, work one day, uh, and and put him in this time portal, which is essentially a wormhole. Now this sounds all nuts and crazy, but apparently like. Kids have more of an elastic ability to bend and absorb the damages of. So young young kids are easier to manipulate through time and space. Again, don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but this is what this dude is saying and is is explaining his life story. It, he seems. I'm not gonna say legit because you you mean you'll see him if you ever look him up, but the dude just. Went, I, I, it, he just found himself in this situation. Uh, you know, he didn't look it up or anything. Uh, but he's, like I said, his dad worked for an Air Force defense contractor that had the ability to uh, essentially teleport at first. And so they teleported him. And his, I guess his dad did go through with him, he said the first time. They jumped through it, and then within a few seconds, they were in Santa Fe, all the way from uh, Virginia to Santa Fe in like three seconds. And uh, yeah, and so they were, like, he was, he was just trying to explain it. He's kind of freaking out a little bit, I guess. And uh, sober? Yeah, I mean, Akio, yeah, fuck, he's like seven years old. I'd hope he's sober, you know. But then again, this dad, I don't know if he's the mark of a great parent. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, fuck, we don't know. Like, this dude's, whoa, pop. Popeyes. This is still waiting on that nacho bar. Yeah, yeah. well, the uh, funny you mentioned that it was supposed to be one tonight. <laughs> well, that was actually that was a total lie again. <laughs> oh, you got the onion rings, huh? Oh man, well, they got some damn good onion rings. Dude, they really fucking do. Man, I tell you no what, the onion rings week. that come from fucking Popeyes are. Ooh, you can't I mean, beat they're them. some of the best. 
good. Their fries, everything they have. There's not. We need to get that Cajun turkey. We got to have that Cajun turkey. I had the spicy year. sandwich yesterday. Isn't that good? That's some good shit. That's, I think it's probably the best chicken sandwich in the business. It, it, it is. Chick Fil A is pretty good, but oh, Popeyes does Popeyes not. Popeyes kills it. It's, it's not even close. It is so fucking good. It also and kills every, your insides, but oh, it's worth it. Man, well, it's too. Sometimes it's too big of a piece of chicken. That's my own complaint, but it's like a bullshit complaint. Um, yeah, but they got the pickle, and then what that spicy mayo is on there. Mm. Mm. Boy, and what I really like is their hours. They're open at 10 a.m. Oh, I like a good early chicken they're, opening. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're earlier. They're open earlier, and then they close at midnight. Damn. Yeah. So they're the first to open, the last to close as far as chicken places are concerned. And, and it's top quality. Still yeah, the Colonel best. doesn't do that. Colonel, no, fuck the Colonel. Oh, wait. Colonel, the only thing the Colonel's got going for is buffet. For Popeyes, and you do most of the time. Dude, imagine a Popeye's <laughs> buffet. Okay. I've heard rumors of one. Have you? Where? Because this Where? podcast is mobile. <laughs> we can take a We're trip. We're taking this on the road. No, yeah. um, someone I work with that's down from New Orleans originally mm. said that down, not New Orleans, but somewhere in Louisiana, he had been to one where there's a uh, a Popeye's buffet. Are you sure it wasn't a Bojangles? No, 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 no. Popeye's, 100%. Because we talk Popeye's a lot. Yeah. Because mm. he's another fan. I'm just, there's no better chicken out there. Oh, I'm sorry. Man, dude, I don't you, know can't, you can't beat it. I mean, I haven't I tried it. Canes yet. Canes is, oh, you know what? Canes is great. It's, it's not it's the different. same, though. It's, it's different. It's, it's different. on a different level. Fried, they don't have, they, it's just chicken tenders over there. The best fried bone-in chicken. Mm, right here. R- yeah. You get the Cajun mm. sparkle. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. know right now. That like, that's a hidden secret there. Dude, you get yeah, the Cajun it, it sparkle. Is, but a lot of people don't know about yeah, Cajun sparkle. Yeah, a lot of people sparkle. don't know because they don't advertise it. You gotta it. ask for they it. They sure mm. shit don't put it out there. If they put mm. it out there. When you go to the window, and even when you go to the window at Popeye's, ask you go, extra. give me the Cajun They're sparkle. They're stingy. They'll give you fucking two. They'll give you two little dusters. And you go, no, no. You gotta go, no, 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 no. 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 You say, give me a, give me more. Yeah. You gotta ask for a lot of cake. <laughs> you do that, and then you get the individually packaged uh, um, uh, Louisiana hot sauce packets, and you want a bunch of those too. Because I don't even, I don't even, I don't eat hot chicken or any kind of chicken without hot sauce anymore. It's just, it is, it's just important to the meal. I don't know how the oh. fuck you're doing it right now. Okay. I, I douse these in sparkle. You know, you don't, you wouldn't know by listening, but uh, Ben is not that. as fat as he sounds on, <laughs> <laughs> on the recordings because he's either eating a hungry man. If you subscribe to our OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I would love a Popeye's uh, sponsorship for real. Oh, that would Dude, be the best. I could, I could, I could sell the I could, I could retire. Dude, I love yeah, that chicken you, you're Popeyes. Not starve. Dude, if I, I mean, if, shit. if Popeyes just, just gave us free Popeyes <laughs> cards, like a card member, <laughs> like. Oh man, and eat a, a nice strawberry soda to wash do. all down. You know what, Popeyes? If you're listening, if you don't even want a sponsorship with us, set up a loyalty uh, yeah. program. Every episode Please. we get because five or six so punchers. many places have loyalty programs. I'm a loyal customer, and I want to be rewarded. Dude, I tell you what, the best rewards. A lot of people don't know about this either. We know a lot of the secrets of Popeyes. <laughs> oh, dude, we so barely the got into this. The platter's not on the menu. <laughs> you got to ask for the platter. You got to ask for the platter. Also, take your receipt and fill out the survey. Mm-hmm. You get a two-piece chicken and biscuit. Mm-hmm. I have taken advantage of that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. When you're on hard times, you don't even take the survey. You just, th- just pin some random numbers. 
numbers on there? Hand it to them. They don't check it. They don't check it. You just hand it to them and they go, oh. And they shove it out. Yeah, you're right. What, what database are they checking for that shit? <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. It takes 30 minutes per order up there sometimes. So. Oh, it's worth it, man. I, uh, it is worth it. Dude, uh, an Uber driver I took on Halloween, he was telling me about how he did Uber Eats for a little bit. And he made a point. He said... You know, Uber Eats wasn't great, but he said the worst was when someone asked for Popeyes. <laughs> because he said I would turn it down every time because I knew I'd had to wait in that line for so long. Yeah, it would at be least worth an hour sometimes. Dude, I remember there were times like Popeye was here that for a minute and then anyway. it left. Yeah, it did. And it, yeah. it left. And I remember so that. We were we were only we were left to our own devices. But Ben went to the University of Arkansas. So in Fayetteville, they had Popeyes. And every time he'd come to town, we'd have him bring a big old box of chicken. Oh yeah. And it made be a two-hour old box of chicken, oh. but the secret is, you, let it breathe. Let it breathe. Yeah, That's, let it breathe. You, you t- the second you get Popeye's chicken, and this goes for any chicken, really. Yeah, any chicken. You take it out of the bag and you you let it breathe. Dude, because that condensation soils the the crispness of the, the chicken. This Popeye's chicken I'm eating right now is from yesterday, but immediately when they hand it to me, I open that fucking box up and I let it yeah. breathe. This the is stain, crunchy like it just came power. off of the yes. fucking line. Yes. If you take that out of the bag, I don't even know why they give you a bag. Even to be the honest onion with rings. Me. The onion rings yeah. have a crisp yeah. to them right now. Yeah. Yeah. The onion juice doesn't soak them down. You know. Yeah, you take it. The box is a. It, it, see, that's the thing they don't teach in whatever bagging school <laughs> these Popeyes cashiers are going to. Learn this on the streets, folks. Yeah, see, listen to this. Take a big. This oh, yeah, is, here. Hold on, hold on. here, let me give you oh, a yeah, crunch. Give them a, me, give me, wait, this is a two day old piece of Popeyes. Oh, boy, I know that. I can hear it in my mind. <laughs> that's a crunch of a two of a day old piece of chicken. That's how you know you got chicken right. You got to let it breathe. You got to keep the crunch. Oh man. Mm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's good. That's some good. Damn. You got Cajun man. sparkle on there? Yes, I do. Oh. I soaked it in Cajun sparkle. <laughs> man. All right, can we pack this whole thing up, Dave's to Popeyes? <laughs> Russ, didn't you say you waited? What show were you watching where they were eating chicken? No, I was watching the Seinfeld episode where Kenny Rogers, Kenny Rogers Roasters. Roasters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where, where they were eating that, and it looked so goddamn good because he couldn't stop eating the Russ chicken. Was watching this at like 6 a.m. <laughs> well, it was after a cocaine bender, and I come back. Hypothetically. Yeah, hypothetical cocaine bender. I come back, and I was wide awake from like 4 a.m. to 10 a.m., sitting there trying to go to sleep watching Seinfeld, and the fucking Kenny Rogers Roasters episode comes on. I was like, God damn, I can't eat right now. Now, but that fucking chicken looks delicious, mm. and so all I could think of was Popeyes. So I show up there at 10 a.m. on my way to <laughs> late on my way to work. <laughs> Got a, a number four. Here's my order. Here's my order. I'll go ahead and give you my order. It's a number four mixed platter. Mm. Now, for those who don't know what the platter is, it's on the menu. It's the, yeah, they don't say it. if you ask for the platter, it's barely any more money, but you get a large drink and an extra side. Uh-huh. And it usually comes around ten bucks. So I get a number four mixed, which is four pieces of chicken. Uh, and, and it's, it's uh, you gotta get the platter, which means two sides. So I get I usually go with onion rings, but some and and, and it's almost always onion rings. But the the thing that mixes is the mashed potatoes and the red beans yeah. and rice. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. red beans and rice, yeah. mashed potatoes. Yeah. Interchangeable. They, they, they go back and forth because you know I just if they, if they had a platter with three sides I'd be I'd be in heaven but they don't. 
God damn. This is good content. <laughs> the mashed potatoes were so good. With a big, large strawberry soda to wash it all down. Oh, yeah. A strawberry to wash it down. Yeah. Man, <laughs> boy, <laughs> you know what? I'm glad you did Because I got a surprise for you boys right now. <laughs> oh, what's that? Just keep going. The suspense is <laughs> oh, killing us. Can't just. <laughs> it's like stopping a piss midstream. <laughs> can't just stop the show. <laughs> yeah, walk off and get a, a strawberry soda or whatever the fuck this uh, is. I'm gonna give you both boys. A, oh, what a, is that? Nineteen thirty-six. No, a red cream. I'm gonna give you a sip of this. Oh, Boy, shit. I tell you, yeah, I want you to down. You this want to You want to get a red cream? It was probably uh, Ryan's Brazilian girlfriend. <laughs> no. You know that? <laughs> yeah, load was full of blood. Red cream. Something for Russia. Uh, the red cream. Russia, man. No, uh, I was reading an interesting article today. Here you go. <laughs> you boys have a sip of this. This is from Leave It to Beaver Days. Oh. And man, it doesn't get much better. Oh. Have a sip. <laughs> no have pills. Sip. <laughs> no pills. Oh, boy. <laughs> man, that's refreshing. Dude. That is a good wow. You know mm. what's interesting? It's like it's a delicious. You know, red cream is such a bullshit thing because it's just cream soda with red food coloring. I want to point out that's all that fucking is. This is a delicious cream soda. It with is delicious. The brand here is Excel. Excel Red Cream Pure Cane Sugar from since 1936. Mm. Boy, you know what? Classic diabetes. By like Haitian slaves. Dude, look, there, no frills on the bottle. They're just yeah, telling you what it is. Hey, yeah, no. They don't need to sell. The product sells itself. Yeah. They're like, this is what it is. It's red cream soda. Mm. I have a drink. See Boy, if you like it. Fucking, that's, that would pair great with a number four mixed from Popeye's with a... Uh, I'm telling you right now. Red beans and rice. <laughs> that that did pair great rings. with some Popeye's Dude, for us. You know, the thing about the onion rings is when you order, <laughs> is you've always got to wait a little longer. They always have you pull off to the side because... Oh, they do. They do. You can't you, fucking order no, onion rings. Nobody else orders the onion rings. So when you order onion rings, they're fresh. Fresh. They're oh, fresh. Dude, yeah. I, and that's what I like because if you order anything else, they've had that shit sop in there for a few hours. You order onion rings, they go, oh shit. And they think they can deter you because they go, well, it'll be about eight minutes. Is that okay? And you go, yeah, yeah. I'll pull over. Dude, yeah. Popeyes, can we, for, for all this effort we're putting into this, Popeyes, can we seriously get like a free meal between the three of us? <laughs> it's not a lot, but we've we've given a lot to Popeyes, you. Popeyes, just uh, send me a fucking receipt where I still have to buy a soda and I'll still I'll yeah, take it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do a lot for pot. I mean, there's just just one turkey. I just remember the days. <laughs> oh, we gotta do that. That's forty bucks. That's worth it. I, I just I, I know that that's probably the best turkey. You can give us a fifty percent off. I wonder what the size off, is though. Is that like a young small turkey? I know that there's other like-minded people like us that are just constantly thinking about a Popeye's turkey for years and not actually doing it. Reddit's always got the ex-employees on there, too. Oh, really? I like reading those forums. Ooh. <laughs> Boy, I, yeah. Pissed off Wendy's employees. Yeah, well. Tell all the good Mitch stories. Wendy's? I think he used to work at that Wendy's up there. Up oh, yeah. By the house. Or not I thought by the he worked house. in, like, McDonald's. I think he also worked, he worked the one by the mall too. I believe he worked at both. 
be honest with you. <laughs> I know he works at the uh, Kinney Amusement Vending Company, or he's worked there he for did. a while. Well, maybe he still does because he's he he's always talking about going up to the. <laughs> he used to stalk the place I worked at for like five years. Really? Oh, oh damn! So he worked there for I several like years. Said, what do you mean stalked? I'd like to dig into this a little bit. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah, we've talked about this for quite a bit. Yeah. As a first-hand experience, how I, I, you may need to cut his name out. It's too <laughs> late now. I'll, no, no, no. It's it's too late. Late. No, no. I'm not gonna put that in a word. Cut his last name out of this because I feel bad because there is a a, a physical and mental. Dude, can we get him on the podcast? And I don't want to. I don't want to awesome. really call someone out. He does like have this. a band. I don't he does have a band, and he'd love to yeah. get the exposure out there. All right, Mitch needs to be on this. I mean, Mitch needs to be on this podcast, dude. Okay, wait, and, and this will this will reveal it right now. But uh, his band, his band, we used to, yeah, it was called One City Block, and he posted something which I haven't had Facebook for probably fucking ten years. But they showed me a, a, a little post from his Facebook that was at. Uh, God damn it. This, it was the Outland. This, it was the Outland. Yeah, Remember downtown. That? Because I used to go to Outland all Dude, the time. Yeah, I don't want to expose too picture. much here because I do want to call him out on yeah, this if he shows it, it up on the podcast. It was this picture that he posted on his Facebook, and it was like, this is in the bathroom. And it said, the name of his band, which is One City Block. And it said, One City Block Rules. <laughs> and we were all like, nobody fucking did that but him. Yeah. Nobody fucking yeah. wrote that. <laughs> and so then we started talking about how we should go in. And vandalize it to say one shitty cock. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. yeah. That's where that started. <laughs> Man, I, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, if apparently, I traveled across country to try to get on the Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, show. I know about oh, that too. I know dude, about that did too. Did he throw like like he a made a letter over her gate? Uh, yeah, with a note. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't ever know how that ended up though. Uh, in the fucking obviously uh, not well. Yeah, in the, oh, it's he, <laughs> in the fucking it. mower. <laughs> Yeah, you throw a fucking rock over Ellen DeGeneres' fucking... <laughs> you're the next Muhammad Atta on 9-11. They're going to fucking send you to Gu Guantanamo, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Andrew Basiago. Well, well let's, let's, let's just say what started the whole thing off, because I feel like this is a real attention grabber. It is, it is. I mean, it's a fun thing to th think into and, and talk about. But I mean, are you talking about the initial I'm thing with the, the NBC? Initial, the NBC News article yeah. that you sent us that, like, okay, it well, could have been from any wacko news organization yeah. in the world, but it was from NBC. And, and I we, think that the reason they posted it because it's such a fun little, yeah, it's a fun time, it's a little kind of idea. Thing, yeah. Like, oh, look at these fuckers that are crazy, which they are. But it was an article saying that uh, this guy, which this guy has been the big revealer. On everything. I mean, no one else has said anything besides this guy about it. Uh, but I want to preface, too, like I have a million things coming to me at one time, that this guy is a very well put together. He's a lawyer. He's very well put together. And, I mean, I feel like that is such a, a, a con man, or a, a con uh, man kind of thing, too, also, where you trust someone. You look at someone and go, well, they're well, they're not a crazy homeless dude, person on the it's, side it's of the, the street. It's the way someone might trust yeah. Bob Lazar it, it, yeah, and his it's the way crazy comes ramblings. Off. The way someone comes yeah. off. But this guy is like that, and he's very well put together. And he was talking about how, back in the day, his... Uh, father, which he never truly knew whether it was one way or the other. I don't know enough about it right now, but uh, worked for the government in some capacity. It you was know? an air defense uh, yeah, contractor. It, he, I he worked in some some capacity, and that he brought him 
uh, one day and like basically bottom line, they needed fucking kids to jump through this little time portal because back in the day it was called Project Pegasus and the U.S. government was researching, which why wouldn't you? This is the thing <laughs> yeah, I can get. I, I, yeah, we talked about this. The U.S. government researches UFOs, even if UFOs aren't real, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. If you're the most powerful government in the world, you're going to put money towards like, let's well, find out if, if something this is like possible. that exists, let's you're going to find out yeah. whether it does or doesn't yeah, exist. Before someone else does. Yeah, exactly. Let's find out if we yeah. can we can get the smartest scientists because it's just like fucking Einstein and the nuke. The nuke never existed, but it's like, holy shit. It didn't we can, exist we until can, uh, Yeah, we Nagasaki. can make this thing that is going to wipe fucking Dude, that's life crazy out. thing about it too. Like, that bomb did not exist yeah. until Hiroshima. Yeah, it, it does not exist. And then it was like, wow, we have something that could end a war. Or end the world. Yeah. yeah. And so anyway, this, this guy told Nothing a story about how- Nothing exists until it exists. How his dad brought him in and basically started to become this test subject for- uh, uh, this time travel project and for all this shit and that he went back at certain little points and you know it's just uh, i don't know where i'm going from there it's just it's well, nuts yeah well here's here's the, the two main points the main articles that, that really brought our attention crazy is the nbc news article which stated that obama was a mars traveler uh, yeah, as a kid as, as a now that raises that raises your ear a little bit no obama went to mars <laughs> obama went to mars as a kid like that's that's crazy talk. and the other one was i don't care what news station it is if they if i was watching the news and i was about to get up to go see my dad in the hospital dying and they said obama went to mars yeah. i would sit back down, back down for a second and go wait, wait a fine. second we'll see let's <laughs> see what they say he's not dying right now <laughs> yeah, let's see what they say before I get up and get out of here. But the other, the other story, the which War? yeah, the Civil War one, which is a little, I feel like that's, you know, another eye opener, or maybe not an eye opener, but more like a uh, attention grabber. This guy allegedly, because he was able to go, he, he fit the dimensions for this Warhol machine. Yeah, they had to use kids. There's yeah. a couple reasons which, they, which they... in that one, he said his dad jumped with him when they both did, went to Santa Fe. He and did. that kind of fucked things up, but I think that may just been like... I don't know, because the first version that I read, it was talking about they used kids for two different reasons. They said, one, that... They could only get enough energy. Like, it, it's like, and I thought of it in this sense, like, you can only produce enough energy for, let's pretend that you can somehow use so much goddamn energy to create a fucking portal somewhere. That it's only this big, that it's only this fucking big that kids could go through, that kids could fit through. And the second reason they said was, or at least I think that Andrew Basiago said, was that he later thought was the reason they were sending kids was because he used the example of like if you send a kid into a, into a room that never has seen a gun before and someone's pointing a gun at that kid the kid's gonna go I don't know what that is and not caring right. and observe it right. but it if you send someone who knows something a little bit more so it's like we're not saying it's the butterfly effect type because situation yeah so much more and adults can assume so much more so let's send an innocent little kid in and bring yeah. him back yeah because you he's know? gonna have just as much information essentially as the people that exist in but the not time. be scared not not realize so, like, so after all this happens happens he he 
alleges that he is sent back to the Civil War, to the Gettysburg Address. And and the way they as make this boy. happen, yeah, they dress him up as a bugle boy from period costumes. And then, uh, you know, from what we were watching the other day, they said it, when he got back, he showed up, and I don't know if he just blasted through or whatever, but, like, he lost his shoes no, and originally, his socks or something like that. The, how, how the way that I originally out? read it was they... Didn't yeah something about him losing his shoes on the way in yeah and then there's this picture there's an actual fucking historical picture from the Gettysburg Address and there's a kid standing there that's a bugle boy Mm -hmm. but his shoes are just giant on him and he was saying that I when I got blasted back when I got blasted back there I didn't have shoes and some guys got me because I was dressed in you know the the union I was dressed as a union bugle boy and they took me and they they threw some shoes on me and that's me right there yeah they took him to the general store and and like he didn't have the uh, the, they didn't have the right shoes for kids so they had to put some bigger shoes on him and like that was his big evidence that he had seen Lincoln perform the Gettysburg Address at Gettysburg and and there's other shit too. You where know, they I mean, we're back. not saying this is believable, but this is part of this dude's story. Yeah, and they sent him back. Also, he said multiple times to the Lincoln assassination night, and he said that he never saw Lincoln get assassinated. But every time that he got sent back, like three, two, three times, that he got sent there two or three times, that. He never saw the assassination happen, but he was there. Like, they couldn't nail it down right, and he just was there. But he said every time, everything was just a little bit different. And so then that made the scientists... He said, then I heard the scientists talking about, like, parallel universes and how, like, I'm not going back to this timeline, but I'm going back to a slightly and, yeah, different. And and honestly, until we had this conversation a couple of days ago, and until this, you really would have thought it was bullshit. Just thinking in your mind, like, trying to put it together logically. But the thing that really made sense to me was that what you're just saying, like— He's not necessarily going back in time because you, th- you think about universes, the closer they are, time is relative. So depending on how close you are to a black hole or some large mass of gravity, time is going to act differently. So if yeah. you're in a parallel it's just universe, like, like yeah. we're talking about. So if you are in a, in, in a parallel universe, the exact same things are happening. But this universe is is several light years closer to a, 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 a black hole, time is going to be different for, even though the same thing is happening, time being relative is different mm-hmm. for that universe. So I was like, damn, you're right. Like Time travel is not really probably possible, but if parallel universes do exist, the difference in time based off of gravity, gravitational pull of time and shit, it's totally possible that you are you're going in the same time that exists in that parallel universe based off of the gravitational pull so and that being said we want to welcome you to to the broken clock podcast (laughs) sponsored by bud light (laughs) you know what i'm talking about (laughs) bud light (laughs) oh yeah just that fucked my mind up because that was a real because you've also made the you've also made the argument before about like the large like the giant mirror which didn't make sense for a long time to me but I mean, the giant mirror is basically looking at the stars now. Exactly. That's yeah. Because like for a while, I was like, "That's hey, bullshit." But you, you really did yeah, bring no, a good point. There's this giant mirror theory where we have where it's. I mean, I'm sure it's it's well documented out there. It's not an original idea. Just finally thought about it. Where 
You know how you look up in the sky and you see stars? And that light that you're seeing from a star could be a billion light years away. Light years. You know, it could be that place that you're looking at, that light, that star in the sky, could be devastated 500 million years ago. It could be gone. So we were talking about this theory of... Which isn't possible, at least right now. But it's a theory. It's like a theoretical possibility. If you had, if you had a a mirror that was that star that you're looking at, like if you had a mirror that was, let's just say, in the scheme of things, right now, to make it easy for the example, let's say that there was a mirror 200 light years away in space, and we had a telescope powerful enough. To go and look at that mirror, then that mirror is going to be reflecting exactly what we could see 200 years ago on Earth. So basically, if you looked at that mirror, you could watch the Civil War happening. You know, you could look up there because of the light reflecting. You could watch Lincoln giving the Gettysburg Address. You could. You you could be a bugle boy. (laughs) You could see a bugle boy with some big shoes on. (laughs) Watch that boy wearing some big shoes. That's got to be a space (laughs) man. Those shoes are just too big. You know, look at those bugle boy shoes. They're a little big, aren't they? Something doesn't add up here. <laughs> hey, wait a second. Something stinks. <laughs> Something stinks in Gettysburg. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, but yeah, that's basically chronovision. I mean, it really is. It really is. But you know what? The thing is, too, with uh, fucking time travel. And I mean, I, 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 I heard someone on something say this one time, which it made so much sense. And I've thought this the same thing since <laughs> is if you discover time travel, whether it's a government or an individual person or anybody, the last thing in the world you ever want to do is go tell other people that you discovered time travel. Yeah. Because one, you're going to be the uh, hottest, hot, hottest target number one for every fucking person on earth that has the power to get to you. Yeah. And two, if they get a hold of that, they can go back Dude, and change your shit. The, the bad dudes from Die Hard. But, oh, uh, you oh. think they know about that shit? You think if Hans Gruber, Hans Gruber yeah. got time travel, <laughs> that John McClane yeah, would have fucking Wind. Taking out Nagasaki Tower? Yeah, if he had caught wind that the, the time travel exists, you think Hans Gruber wouldn't be all over that oh shit? Oh my god! In a heartbeat. Same with uh, uh, Cyrus the Virus. Like, oh. He would have been all over that shit. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. You've seen Con Air, right? Yeah. Con Air. You remember fucking uh, John Malkovich, Cyrus the Virus, the bald guy? Yeah. You remember the scene where, you know, uh, the, some of the other prisoners are turning on him and one of the other prisoners goes, Sigh, because they call him Sigh because his name's Cyrus. And he goes, Sigh, and he goes, Anara. And he shoots him with a flare gun and because he, he's standing around gas. <laughs> that was one of the, that's a classic wow. movie scene. Sigh, yeah. Anara. 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 Dude, not only that, but we just call Cyrus the virus. How classic. Oh. Oh man, dude! Dude, you know, it's like we got a lander, and he lands it in the fucking strip. Oh, you laid it! Not only it's not it's not the new Vegas strip; it's the old Vegas oh, strip yeah, with the, the cowboy old, and yeah. everything. Yeah, and then he gets out of the plane. Like, dude, you know what? Nick Cage at the end of that movie. I got I got some beefs with the end of that movie. I got some beefs with the whole movie, but I'm trying. To- yeah, because you know what? The, the prisoners took over that entire plane.
insane. And at the end of the movie, when it crashes on the old Vegas Strip, they're arresting all the old prisoners. But Nick Cage walks over and gives his daughter the bunny and everything. I'd be like, uh, if that was real days, the cops would be like, they'd you all were there. prisoners on the fucking plane. Yeah, they're gonna have to they sort hijack this the out. plane. They're gonna have to sort this no, out. You're gonna have to tell yeah, your side yeah, of the story. No, you're gonna, you're gonna have, have to go to court. Your, before, you're gonna have to prove your innocence before you give your daughter the bunny. Yeah, yeah. God damn, dude. And not only the, the fucking accent, the uh, Nicholas Cage's accent in that movie is atrocious. Drop the bunny. <laughs> oh, he has the he has the little fucking uh, coconut pink uh, uh, hostess cakes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Steve Buscemi's in it, man. Yeah, well, he's like uh, talking with the little girl. In the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the he's the, the sicko. Yeah, yeah. You fucking. Sick. Yeah, but he did the right thing in the end, if I remember right. He didn't fuck that kid. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't eat her. He didn't eat her. He yeah, didn't eat her. whatever. Yeah, same thing. That reminds me of the Matrix. Wait, what? What does it? The oh, Cyrus, uh, Cyrus from oh, Matrix. Was that? Was his name Cyrus too? The guy, yeah, who wanted to go back in the oh, Matrix. Oh man, dude, I love it when he's sitting there eating the fucking steak dinner with the agent, and he's going, he's like, you know what? He's like, this steak looks real, tastes real. He's like, mm. he's like, I want to go in. And I don't want to know that this exists. Like he wants to go in. Like he's like, I want to go in the matrix. I want to be, I be the most successful. Dude, like, and no, Hell he yeah. had it right. He was like, I hate the reality for what it yeah, is. I don't blame sure. him. It's another. What is another movie that we were talking about that the 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 villain is not really the a Twister. Twister, Dude, Jonas. I was yeah, watching yeah. that last night. No, when there's a real there's life a lot of movies. Twister. There's a lot of movies where the fucking, the fucking Dude, uh, bad person really isn't the bad person because the Matrix is one of them. Yeah, he is saying because you know when they're e- sitting there eating the slop on the fucking yeah. whatever the Nebuchadnezzar Nerys or whatever <laughs> yeah. the fucking, yeah the Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's that like, it tastes shit. like oats. I don't know what oats taste like. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Fucking that guy met with the agents and he said, listen. Whatever is going on right now, you guys are already doing it. Humans are batteries, and we can have our own reality. I want my own reality. I want to be the most successful person, and I'll hand this over to you and hand these other people over to you, and I don't want to know that this exists. And they said, yes, guaranteed. I'm taking that deal. I'll take <laughs> yeah, that deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that You're deal. Telling me no. that I need to be fucking Neo. You're I telling me that there's a better life that exists no. that I could enjoy only everything, one. and you're not going to fucking take that? Oh, No. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, I, I'm taking that deal any fucking day. You looking up Cyrus the Virus? Yeah, you know, I'm putting I'm putting Con Air on up here, dude. Con Air really? I mean, gone. Okay, Gone in sixty seconds was another classic. I tell you what, Nicolas Cage really. You know, Nick Cage. I I got in a fight uh-huh. with uh with my oldest sister's boyfriend about Nick Cage because he was shitting on me because Jessica is not a big fucking Nick Cage fan, and she won't. She's refused her whole life because I've told her that the movie National Treasure, National Treasure, yeah, yeah, is dude, such a good dude, movie. If he hadn't done National yeah. Treasure, I probably couldn't publicly no, defend him. No, 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 him. no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, I don't agree with that. No, I don't agree with that at all. That's one of his biggest budget. Yeah, you're saying face off. Dude, don't, don't, yeah, face, I could not, you can't, uh, if there's no national treasure, there's no justification of Nicolas Cage in face-off. No, there is, there is, <laughs> no. shut the fuck up, Nick no. Cage. No, I'm face off. Nick Cage. No, I'm saying he's great, but without national treasure, national treasure is something no, I can go. National treasure was probably Nas- his national most treasure re- is realistic. my spin atop. In, in, in no, national treasure is a great movie, and it's probably one of his most realistic, good acting movies. Yeah, love it. But even before that, Wicker Man. Uh, Wicker Man uh, is, tra- uh, 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 is literally known for that being the worst Raising acting Arizona. role. Uh, I'm not, 
okay. Oh, yeah, like there's so much shit, but I can always justify the shit of Nicholas Cage. Okay, that's Cage fine. You can with, justify it with that. But I can justify it with National Jessica Treasure. Jessica can't. That's she won't saying. watch it. She won't watch it. She's never seen it. She w- refuses. Oh, give it a and everyone has said, "Watch it, Dude. watch it." And she goes, "I refuse because I hate Nick when Cage." He goes in and he grabs the souvenir declaration of independence. Oh, <laughs> what's it under? That's what's genius. You know what? I, there's a scene in, uh, in and this is like just a personal thing for me that nobody oh. fucking know. In uh, National Treasure, because John Voight's his dad. John Voight, yeah. John Voight. Thomas has Gates. always reminded me because in a couple movies he's done shit where John Voight reminds me of an owl. Of an, an owl. owl. Yes, like of an owl. Because aviary. Because he does one. Because I think the original was in the uh, uh, October Sky with. Uh, what was that? Jake Gyllenhaal was in there? Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, okay. The, the coal miner one where he does the rockets, where John Voight's in that movie, and John Voight is a coal miner, the dad. Was, his dad, was he a drunk dad? No, no, remember. no. He was just a coal miner, and he wanted his son to be a coal miner too. But Jake Gyllenhaal kept doing the rocket shit. But, like, at one point when things went wrong and they thought this little test rocket burned the force down and he left it and everything, right. he said, oh, you can work the hoot owl shift. John Voight said, you work the hoot owl shift <laughs> like that. It's like and the, so uh, I think that's the first thing in my mind that gave me the idea that John Voight was kind of like an owl. So then in right. National Treasure, in National Treasure. Yeah, what's he do there? At the end of the movie where uh, the bad guy gets him and they take him into the church underground, you know, getting close to the treasure. Uh, John Voight says a line and he goes, he goes, it's just, it's just a trick. It's just another clue. (laughs) 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 What a a setup. He goes, it's just another clue. (laughs) (laughs) And it sounds like an L. And that's solidified that John Voight. (laughs) (laughs) What a setup. (laughs) He set the hell up out of that joke. No. It's not a joke. He does it. <laughs> Just another clue. How many? How many licks does it take to get to the? How many licks does it take to get to the center of the, the declaration? declaration of <laughs> a lot. It takes another clue. A three. <laughs> no. Next time you guys watch National Treasure, trust me, you will remember me saying that. <laughs> John Boyd is an owl. <laughs> yeah, John Boyd, what a treat. Dude, the fucking Seinfeld episodes with John oh, Boyd's car <laughs> and the pencil. Because <laughs> he got the, uh, the uh, Brian Cranston's the dentist. <laughs> yeah, George finds the pencil that is in John Boyd's car and it has bite marks on it. And then and then finally he sees John Boyd on the street and goes, John, John, and he runs over and goes, oh, and he <laughs> <laughs> I love that John Boyd actually did that role too. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, watching Con Air here. Con uh, Air is on. I like that, that Bubba Gump over here is. Uh, he dies because his diabetes gets so bad at the end, and he needs his, remember he needs his insulin at the end. Oh my god! Like, yeah, he dies of diabetes at the end for some reason. Dude, dude, yeah. Man, you know what? And this is just the thing. You can't shit on Nick Cage when he's doing movies like this. When he's doing movies like this. My point is that National Treasure gives him the credibility to do shit movies like this. And I'm not even saying it's that shitty of a movie. 
Well, you're getting more Popeye's chicken, Ben. Boy, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just dying for a good Popeye's dinner. Number four, mixed. Oh, spicy. Well, I, I'm sorry. I'm New sorry. Orleans spicy. Oh, just let me oh. That clock keeps ticking like a metronome, and my thoughts keep telling me to get me home, but my balls keep telling me to let me oh. Oh, just let.